Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, here in studio with producer Shar, and it's Wednesday, which means it's Epic Attic Fail Day. Next week, I will have a guest co-host on with me for the entire week, so you will hear someone else's Epic Attic Fail. But today, since we have no guests in studio, I guess it has to be mine. <laughs> yeah. well, Damn it! We were, you know, like last week, last week's episode was a lot of fun, because we did the, uh, the list of epic fails oh right yeah the and, list of epic, and, yeah. And so that was like kind of a hodgepodge of different stories and so today we were kind of doing the same thing where we were trying to figure out it's like what are we going to talk about yeah we talk about one of your stories are we going to look for something online like and and uh so you know we were just kind of spit storming brainstorming right <laughs> spitballing yeah, brainstorming spitstorming <laughs> but you know what's funny is i got exactly what you meant i was like i know what you're saying but we were spitballing and brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> we were brainballing and spitstorming <laughs> and um and i was thinking about it i was like like do you have stories about this or that and um we were talking about um, movies. Movies. It's been such yeah. a, we have a lot of entertainment been, things in the back. It's been this kind week. of an entertainment week of sorts because, you know, yesterday we did uh, the review of Born in China. Yeah, we've got three movie reviews this week. Right. We Born in China yesterday, and The then, Promise tomorrow, and Free Fire on Friday. Yeah, and we've got these guests coming, you know, going to be on the yeah, show. Yeah, the stars of the movie are also going to be on the show. And and so I was like, do you have an epic attic fail that has to do with. A celebrity or you you know like you lived in LA for a while and you know a lot of people right and I'm just like I'm sure there's a dumb story about something that you did while on drugs in Los Angeles running into a celebrity and so I was like what do you got for me and so you started to tell me a story and then I said stop because yeah we're gonna talk about this yeah I was hoping to not tell this story I actually thought it was ridiculous but um so I, um, this is when I'm 16, I'm strung out on drugs and, but you know, I still live at home. So my parents still give me money and my mom had the nerve to ask me to do something for her. I was such a crappy Gosh, teenager. When this, when, I was like, oh my God, mom, really? All she asked me to do was like return. Isn't that the worst? Our parents take care of us and then we. And they, then we give them shit when they ask us to earn, you know, to do something. To earn that. it. Right. Yeah. To earn them, <laughs> to earn the $20 that I was so freely given all over the place. So my mom's like, I need you to, you need, you need to go to Nordstrom and return this bra for me. She wanted me to exchange or return a bra. It was some lingerie thing. And meanwhile, like I had my friends with me um, and my car. So you can picture this. I, I drove a cherry red 1966 Mustang when I was 16. Um, I had jet black hair and piercings in my face. Uh, long, like Morticia Adams hair down to my waist. I'll find a picture of it. We'll try to we'll post it on Radio Rehab. Um, I do actually have a picture where I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette out of a cigarette holder sitting on that car. So I'll find that when I get home. Um, and my friends who I was with, my comrades, one is a black guy who dressed kind of like Che Guevara, or he he dressed kind of like um, that 70s communist kind of look. Very, very cool looking. Um, and his girlfriend, who was also a friend of mine, who was extremely pale and had hot pink hair. 
So when you look at us, we're kind of a sight to behold, right? Um, so we pull up to, to Nordstrom's and I'm like, okay, if we all go in together, we're going to get too much attention because we're, you know, <laughs> of course <laughs> we would, because you know, we were fascinating to look at when you, when I look back at it, we should have started a band. God, oh, the money I could have made. Oh, no way. I was an addict. <laughs> so anyway, so I go into Nordstrom's, my friends wait in the car and, um, this is in North Hollywood. You know, we're like when you ask me if I had any epic attic fails that involve famous people, it's like, God, growing up in LA, I saw a famous person like at least two times a day, but do I have any stories that involve them that have to do with being an addict? So there's this one. I walk in and I'm in, I go downstairs to the women's lingerie section of Nordstrom's, the Galleria. Um, oh my God, I sounded like a total fucking valley girl when I just said Galleria. At the Galleria. <laughs> Ew. Okay, sorry. Let me. Say that yeah at the Galleria, where I walk in and um, got my mom's bra in the bag, and I see Booger from Avenger the Nerds, and I'm like, all right, oh, risky my- business too. Oh, that's right. Also risky business. Also better off dead. Right. Speaking of addicts, where he goes to snort the snow. He goes, Do you realize what the street value of this mountain would be? <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the actor I'm talking about. I get super excited because I'm like, okay, I'm going to reach legendary status for this, and I will be completely dumped on if I don't do something in this very moment. So I'm strung out, haven't slept in probably like, you know, close to 48 hours. (laughs) I go up to him, I drop the bag, you know, I put the bag on the floor of my mom's lingerie, and I get down on my hands and knees and I start bowing like Wayne's World, we're not worthy style, on my hands and knees, bowing, chanting, booger, booger, like... waiting for him to pat my head or agree to an autograph or whatever, at which point I look up and realize that not only is the guy not Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, but he's just some man who probably shouldn't be alone in the women's laundry department who was trying to go unnoticed until some freaky 16-year-old addict chick with blue-black hair and facial piercing runs up and gets on her knees and chants, booger like if the the guy had probably had no idea it's probably like why is this girl saying booger like it clearly made no sense to him and i looked at the guy and he looked like he wanted to murder me i've never felt so hated by a guy's face i didn't exchange the thing for my mom i was so humiliated like, oh my god i grabbed the bag i ran out of there i really would like to see that security camera footage because it probably looked so funny I run back out to the car. I get in the car. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. To which my friends are like, what? Dude, what happened? And I'm like, you better not laugh because this is very upsetting. And I tell them the story. SNL skit. Because things are so serious when you're 16 and you embarrass yourself in public. You know, I was in that (laughs) mode. And I'm like, you guys better not laugh at this. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, seriously, it's not funny. And I wouldn't let them laugh. Yet the whole ride home I could hear, you know, in the backseat. They're like busting up trying not to laugh. And then on Monday, because what I did every day at lunch was I went with the other kids from my high school to this place called the Student Union where we would smoke cigarettes. I go up there where everybody else goes to smoke cigarettes and I walk up to meet everybody for lunch, at which point everybody gets down out of their chair, gets on the ground and starts chanting booger at me on their knees. So they told, even though I told them, how dare you, you better never tell anyone the story. Of course they did. So, I mean, I thought I would reach legendary status had the thing. My my favorite part of all of this is you wouldn't let your two friends go into the store with you because you're like, oh, 
They're, we're going to get, like, people are going to notice us. Yeah, I don't want to attract attention to us. Yeah. Yet, I'm going to get on my hands and knees and chant booger at some guy who's probably just some perv walking around a store sniffing panties. I don't know what he was doing, but he had no business being in the women's lingerie department. But can you imagine? He's probably like, oh, my God. He probably went in there to, like, do some creepy perv thing. And that's how he gets called out. By some weird, some punk weird, rock some weird lady calling, some weird girl calling her, calling him a booger, just yelling booger at him for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, as I was telling producer Shar earlier, you know what? In my, in my, in my state of mind now, being clean and sober, if I fuck, I would know if it was booger or not. I would never make that mistake again, <laughs> ever. It's funny because now whenever I see that guy, I'm I'm very I'm like, is that booger from you know, and when I see him in other movies and stuff, I make sure it's him before I say anything because I have a weird issue about this. So do, well do you have an issue for when you see uh famous people in general, like making sure that it's the person Oh that- no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm because my memory is so fakakta because of drugs and alcohol, I go up to famous people all the time and I'm like, Hey, did we go to high school together? And then I'll see somebody from high school who recognizes me, and I'm like, you're you're that actor. And they're like, dumbass. <laughs> I went to school with you. It always happens. So now when somebody's like, hey, I completely, I've learned this from my dad. My dad was really good at this because people always knew him wherever he went. He was really good at going, hey, man, and just talking to them. Oh, that's funny. And then they'd walk away. My mom and I would be like, who the hell was that? And he'd be like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, do, I do that with the, I do the, hey, you. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Another person that, this is really funny, somebody that we both, we used to work at CBS Radio with this, I love this story. She told me that whenever she couldn't remember somebody's name, she'd go, hi, pumpkin. And I think that is brilliant. That is so brilliant. And there's there's somebody else I used to work at a different radio station with, but everybody knew this that this guy didn't remember their name. That's funny. He'd go, hey, buddy. <laughs> it's because he couldn't remember anybody's name. But but the pumpkin is great because you assume that she she knows who you are. Oh, uh, yeah. Or, hey, babe. <laughs> yeah, hey, babe. Hey, you. Hey, honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, man, how's it going? But, yeah, my dad had the, hey, man. He did that thing well, so well. I'm sure your dad, because he, you know, like... He knew how to deal with that, and like he was a and pro, that, yeah. And that that hey man is total like his kind of style of talk. That's I would exactly assume. that's what he would say even if he knew the guy's name. Yeah. he'd say hey man. So it was it was great. Kind of, yeah, that was that was his lingo. Yeah, that's totally that's drummer and, lingo. And for those who are new to the program, we don't tell epic attic fails story. I mean, like it's not every day. It's a Wednesday thing, and often I have a guest on, and it's not to glorify right. the good days. I always, I, I always, I get self conscious about that because I, I always, do too. I do. I too. don't want I people to think that well, we just tell these stories to look back at these days of us. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> you. well, you're not an addict. You just have <laughs> shitty taste in friends. I'm the addict. Yeah, but, uh, days of like, or me trying to relive days of Dana being stupid. <laughs> Right. It's more like here, you know, I look back on it and it makes me glad I'm sober. And it's also so other people can look back and they go, God, I wasn't the worst guy in the world. I really don't like to relive the days that you crash sparks cans on your forehead. Yeah, where I got out of an elevator, burped and crashed. That's another story for another time. Boy, is that a good story, though. I can't remember it. You'll have to tell it. Literally, that's one of those things. It's like a black hole. I can't remember. But we do share them because we want people to let 
you know, we we want people to know that they're not alone. That, yeah, you know, that exactly. Dana's done way more dumber things. Yeah, <laughs> if there's anything dumb you've done, I'm sure it, I've done something more Dana's stupid. outdumbed you many times before. Yeah, that's why case. I would be a great sponsor, because hearing a fifth step, I'd be like, oh, that's fine. That's not how oh, I did that, too. I mean, I, I think maybe one of the greatest epic addict fail compliments, I guess. I don't know if that's really a thing, but... Is when you were sharing in a meeting and somebody told you, uh, uh, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't, I'm not you. Yeah. Like yes. it makes me feel better about myself because I'm so glad. I'm I know. It was the strangest compliment. Yeah. I was after, like, That's a backhanded compliment. I, it was the strangest compliment. Yes. I spoke at a meeting and then a week later I was back at that meeting and a woman came up to me and she goes, I just want to hug you and tell you that I went, I cried after I heard your share last week and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, no, I mean, I called my sponsor and I cried and I thank God that I'm not you. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. God bless you. Yeah. Bless your heart. <laughs> Boy, do I suck. <laughs> anyway, that's it for our Epic Attic Fail Day. If you would like to tell us your own Epic Attic Fails or you want to be on the show, you know somebody who should be on the show, or you have a story you would like me to tell, email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Radio Rehab Dana. And please go to radio.rehab and read my blog. Tomorrow on the show, tomorrow's an entertainment show. Tomorrow on the show is Angela Serafian from the movie The Promise. If you don't know her, she was also on 24. She was in those Twilight movies that I've never seen. Uh, and she plays Clementine Pennyfeather on Westworld. And she's fantastic and lovely and beautiful. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the show. So we will see you tomorrow. Keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll